Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to r slash I don't work here, lady, where Karens are still mistaking regular Joe Schmo customers as employees. And in today's episode, boy, oh boy, Karens are running wild yet again. Your heads will be shaking, I promise. Guys, I hope you enjoy the stories. Hit subscribe if you haven't. And as always, you can send or link your crazy post to this email right here. So I'm often mistaken for a Walmart employee, but this level only happened once. I was confused for a Walmart employee like four years ago. I was wearing tan tactical pants, my duty belt, thigh holster with my sidearm in it, and a ballistic vest with giant reflective letters that said security. I was there getting a sandwich because I didn't want gas station food. So while driving between client properties, I stopped in to get food. I'm in the deli when some couple, Karen and her husband, approaches me and demands I go check the back for a bookshelf. At that, I just look at them and walked away. I then get up front to buy my food, and there they are, screaming at a poor customer service manager who had no idea what was going on. It's at that point, Karen's husband sees me, and like an effing idiot, he approaches me, gets inside my personal space, and he starts yelling at me. Now remember what I said I was wearing? I had a loaded gun, a can of OC spray, a baton, the whole works. At this point, the dude drew the attention of the store's contracted security guard, and the poor unarmed security guard walks up to see what's going on. But before anyone can say anything else, I told her to stay back and to call the police, as I could see the situation getting to that point. The guy hears the word police, and he turns and runs out of the store. Meanwhile, Karen's still yelling at the poor customer service manager. So with that, I pay for my food and call my boss to tell him that I'm going to be off all sites for a while and what just happened. The cops show up about two minutes after the call because the store security told them that some guy was screaming at an armed security guard and they were worried he might get himself shot. The situation was then de-escalated and everybody was sent on their way. Two weeks later, I'm on our problem site, which is a car dealership, one that's been robbed four times. It's one o'clock in the morning. And I've parked my car in a line of used cars and cut the lights and engine to watch the spot of the property where the break-ins occurred. And that's when I see two figures with flashlights peering inside of car windows and that's when my heart races and I'm thinking to myself, it's showtime. They don't see me yet and as they make it closer to my way, guess who I see wandering around looking at cars? It's Karen and her husband. So the first thing I do is call my boss at like 1 in the morning and tell him who I see. I was then told to call the police and to get them off the lot. So I called the sheriff's office because they're 4 minutes down the road from where I was, and when the deputy showed up, I slid over to that side of the lot and told her the whole story from 2 weeks prior. 
and then we made our approach. I initiate contact and told them that I remember them and hope they were fine from the other night, and then firmly told them that they could not be on the lots outside of normal business hours and they had to leave right now. Karen remembered my face and she flips her lid and starts screaming at me, while her husband, clearly very agitated, stomps towards me screaming that he's gonna give me a good beatdown. At that point, my sidearm came out of the holster and I became who I was from my main job, which was a correctional officer. I went from the nicest guy in the world to I'm about to make you bite the curb faster than you can blink. And that's when the deputy pops out to my right with his taser out and laser bouncing around the guy's chest. Karen sees that and she screams not to hurt her husband and to back off. The dude sees he's about to be tased and possibly shot, so he complied with commands and both of them went to jail that night for misdemeanor trespassing. And no, these two weren't the thieves from the thefts mentioned earlier. The reason they were on the car lot at 1am was the dumbest reason that I've ever heard. They were trying to look at cars without a salesman harassing them. They're just a-holes. So yeah, that's the most excitement that I've had as a security guard. Most nights, I just try to stay awake and not eat too much. Guys, honestly, it amazes me how stupid some people really can be. Like, Karen and her husband really need to learn how to manage their anger because, boy oh boy, one day, they might scream at or stomp towards the wrong person, and it's gonna be real trouble for them. What kind of idiot stomps towards someone who who they know is armed, screaming that they're gonna beat them into a pulp? Like, either the guy's watched too many action movies and thinks he's some sort of a superhero, or he's actually got the skills of Jason Bourne. I'm willing to bet he's just a raging idiot, though. Also, 1 a.m., walking around a dark, empty dealership to look at cars. Who the heck does that? Karen does. With her husband. Now, I don't know what it is about me, but pretty regularly, I'll be treated as if I work at whatever store I'm in. No idea why. I normally have a pretty unkept look about me. I rarely shave, I normally sport a messy beard, and since I work at a hospital and change my shirts, I normally wear a button-up shirt and hospital cargo pants. Now, most people have that standard apologetic, oh sorry, I thought you worked here. Anyways, that's kind of what led me to the following situation. So on this day, I walked into a Target in a shopping center. As I walked in, the lady at the front greeting everyone as they enter was in a not-quite-yet-heated discussion with a lady and her son. I overheard that the lady with her child wanted directions to some toy and wanted the employee to take her there. The employee gave her directions that it was in the back corner near the electronics section. Now, I did know the area, and the employee was saying that she couldn't leave her position, but that any other employee could show her the way. The lady was getting more and more annoyed, and since I was sympathetic to the employee having dealt with such people, I offered to let the mother follow me since I was also heading that way. So the woman starts following me, and as we pass the registers at the front, she basically orders me in one of the most entitled voices that I've ever heard to wait right here. I need to get a shopping cart, effing millennials these days. So I wait while she pulls out three or four cards, inspected them before picking the one that met her criteria. Anyways, I waited and started to regret my decision to escort her. When she got back, I started leading the way again. It wasn't a few meters when she once again yells at me to stop as she wanted to look at things on the shelves. So I wait again, getting more impatient. Once she had browsed and rejoined a few moments later, I start leading her again, only to be stopped again. 
By this point, I had enough of her and just wanted to get my own shopping done, so basically I pointed in the direction she'd have to go and said it's not far and start leaving. I can hear the woman grumbling under her breath as I walked away, and I don't make it very far before she chases after me with her shopping cart rattling and she starts going off about how kids these days are so rude and impatient. Obviously, I couldn't care less about her at this point, and since we're close enough to see the toy aisle, I basically point in that area and said, Look lady, it's right over there. I'm done with you. I have my own stuff to do. I then turn and leave, as she's trying to lecture me about disrespect. Now like I said before, the electronics section was right next to the toys, so the lady basically followed me the rest of the way. But as far as I was concerned, I was done with her and I didn't check to see that she got there. So I was at the electronics counter when I hear some yelling going on and coming closer to me. I then turn and to my surprise, it's the lady almost dragging her son behind her. The woman is yelling for the manager about how badly run the store is, how staff are lying to her, all this nonsense. And the guy at the counter tries to calm her down and to deal with it himself, but in the end, he gives up and phones for the manager. The lady then turns her attention to me, and she starts yelling how I lied, that I was useless, and that she's going to call the police on me. I don't care anymore, and as I'm walking off again, she grabs my arm and starts shoving her finger in my face and yelling obscenities. Now I do have some self-defense training, and my first reaction is to sweep my arm to get her arm off me, and the action either surprised her enough or had a lot more force than I expected, but regardless, she falls backwards into a display. Now I also want to note that it's not as dramatic as that sentence makes it sound. A few seconds later, she basically lays down on the floor and she starts rolling around on the ground screaming, Ow! Ow, that guy pushed me! At this point, a few other staff and customers who have been watching came out to ask if she was okay and tried to help her up, but she wasn't having any of it. She just kept crying like a child and calling for police. Now, having worked at a hospital, you do get pretty good at identifying people faking pain. But realistically, I doubt you even need that experience to know that she was exaggerating tremendously. After a few more seconds, the staff pretty much gave up trying to help her, with half looking around awkwardly not knowing what to do, and the other half picking up the few dropped items. That's when the manager arrives. He basically shouts at everyone to stop right where they are, spots the lady and tries to help her up, asking what's going on and if she's okay. The woman almost immediately drops the pain act and she starts pointing at me, saying how I lied to her, that I was useless, I assaulted her and robbed her. Not even sure where that one came from, but that surprised me. And then she added how she's gonna sue the store and sue me. The manager takes a look and seems puzzled, but since he can't get her to calm down, he asks what's going on to the staff at the electronics counter. The kid looks as confused and basically says what he saw. He tells the manager, so the lady ran up shouting, grabbed this customer, he pushed her off him, and then she fell into the display, and then she laid down on the floor screaming. The manager then asked me. I explained the whole story, and as I was retelling the story, it starts to click for both of us that she must have thought I worked here. He tries again to calm the situation down, which to his credit, he kind of does. She's only swearing every few seconds now as she continues to berate everyone she can, while still demanding the police arrest me and the store fire me. 
The manager, seeing that talking to her is not going anywhere, asked if I could wait around until the police arrive, while he goes and checks the security cameras. As he goes off, the lady's still yelling a storm at me and everybody else she can about youth these days. Anyways, the police arrive, and as soon as the woman sees them, she jumps down their throat, and starts going off about everything again. After a few minutes of talking to her, me, and the staff, they get a bit of a picture that she's crazy. The manager then comes back, says he's seen the videos, which shows her basically assaulting me when she grabbed me, and that I was just defending myself from her actions. It's now the police's turn to state that I don't work there, and I don't even look like I do. The lady then starts yelling at the police, wanting their badge numbers, saying how she's going to sue them unless they arrest me. That's when they more or less tell her that if she doesn't shut up, they're going to escort her out of the building in handcuffs. They then ask if I want to press charges against her since she assaulted me. At this point, I just kind of wanted out and to go home, so I said no, despite kind of wanting to. They let me go. The manager apologizes, one of the two staff laughed about the whole situation, and the police pretty much ordered the lady to leave or they would take her back to the station if she kept causing trouble. I just left. I do feel sorry for the kid, as he seemed like a good kid. He was pretty shy and quiet, and I hope he was okay. I also want to say that I'll never help someone like that out again, but I probably will. Yeah, so that was a whole nother level of entitled craziness, guys. And it always pains me to hear that Karens are with their kids when they do stuff like this. I feel so bad for her son. Again, guys, I have to say that no good deed goes unpunished. And if I were in OP shoes, I'd be ditching that lady and getting the heck out of that store before it even escalated to that point. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, so I should probably introduce myself. I'm a male from the UK in my late 30s now, and I'm quite tall at six foot four, which does make me stand out enough that I'm either a target or just the person who catches the eye of lunatics quite a lot. A few years ago, I was hanging around drinking outside a bar in Manchester with my friend named Phil. As I'm standing there talking to my friend, admittedly quite near the door to the bar, a small group of very drunk girls gathers in front of me. I looked them over briefly, and noticed that they were all carbon copy blondes, with the same haircuts, mid-30s, similar black outfits, and they were all drunk, like it was their first time out on the town. 
I'm obviously oblivious to why they're standing there or who they might think I am at this point, but I assume that I'm in the way a little so I move to the side away from the door and they start to enter the bar with a few slurred variations of finally and you're effing useless. It seems obvious now that they thought I was the bouncer who let them in. I should also mention that it was cold and rainy in Manchester so I was wearing a big coat. A few minutes pass and four of the girls stumble out of the bar again and make a beeline right for me. I wasn't as close to the door anymore but I was still outside with my friend. The leader of this drunk gaggle was massively drunk and she'd been elected as the night's spokesperson. So she did the majority of speaking and slurring and the rest mostly just said supportive things to back her up. So the girl marches up to me and says, Hey, you need to come on and save my friends. Oblivious, I say, uh, I'm sorry, what? She repeats herself and says, come on, they're in trouble. She then grabs my arm, yanking me, which did surprise me a little bit. At this point, I'm still oblivious and say, who is in trouble? She then screams at me saying, you need to come with me right now. My friends are being attacked. She then grabs my arm again and my friend Phil says, hey, you'd better go. This sounds important. He was laughing as he had figured out the problem already. So with that I say, okay. And at this point I'm still confused as I really don't get it, but I was drunk enough to think that they might be trying to be funny or pick me up or something. So the girl leads me into the bar and up to a sort of dance floor area where the two other girls are dancing with and kissing two guys. I'm still a bit confused of why I'm here and now I notice that the girls are all staring at me expectantly. I stand there confused, saying, so what am I doing here? The one girl then shouts over the music, saying, kick those guys out, they're attacking my friends. To which I respond, it seems like they're okay to me, why did you drag me here? She then goes on and says, we are on a girls night and these guys aren't even with us. At that I say, okay, but why would I need to be here? At this point, the one girl ups the drama a bit and she says, my friends are being assaulted and you just want to effing watch? I tell her, uh, I don't even want to watch and I don't really care, I'm going back outside now. I then turn to walk out and the girl shrieks at me and tries to slap me in the face. Of course, being drunk, she misses, spins, and hits the floor. I don't even turn back to help her. I walk outside and hope that's all the weirdness I'll have tonight. I find my friend Phil, who's laughing at me, having watched the drama from the door. Phil says to me, hey, you're not free yet. I think you're in trouble now. He then motions towards the door. The four girls have found a real bouncer who must have been inside, and they're pointing me out looking furious. They all come over and they're halfway through their version of the story to the real bouncer when the one girl says, that's the one, he's the bouncer who refused to effing help us and then he slapped me and knocked me over. He needs to be effing sacked. The bouncer looks at me and says, uh, this guy? And that's when things suddenly click in my brain. I say to her, wait, bouncer, do you think I'm a bouncer? I don't work here, I'm just standing here with a pint in my hands, why do you think I work here? The girl says to me, you're dressed as a bouncer and you let us in. I say to her, I'm dressed as a bouncer by wearing a dark jacket, I didn't let you in, I just moved out of your way when you went in. She then says to me, well you came inside with us to sort out those guys, why would you do that if you don't work here? 
I tell her, you didn't give me much time to think. Before I knew it, you grabbed me and pulled me inside. At this point, the girl loses it and she screams, F this. I don't care what you are, but you slapped me and pushed me to the ground and took my money. Now clearly she was doubling down, as I presume she thought this would help her. I say to her, I never touched you. I left after you pointed out some people kissing and you tried to slap me, you missed, and you fell over. And what money are you talking about? She says to me, the money we paid you to get in. The bouncer looks very lost at this point, but he seems to be getting an idea that he'd better react soon. So he says to me, so you hit her and you took money off her? I tell him, no, none of this happened. I think they're all a bit drunk. It's at that point all four chime in with various, yes, he did effing hit her, and he stole her purse. The bouncer then looks at me and says, right, give her the purse back. I say to him, what purse? I don't have a purse. This is all bull crap. The bouncer then speaks into the radio, and another bouncer shows up. He says he's gonna look at the cameras and see what's what. Now I'm lucky it was a relatively a quiet night, as normally I think I'd have just been kicked out of the place just to stop the drama and save time. But as it was slow, they decided to investigate. The girls have all started getting a bit hysterical now, as they have the real bouncers, and the story's been embellished to include me taking money off them at the door to let them in. It does take a few minutes, but as they're whipping themselves up into a frenzy, the bar manager comes out and asks if I'll go inside to speak to him. I just want to go home now, but as it'll get me away from the screeching, I agree. I instantly regret it, as I get shepherded into the back of the bar to a little room the security guys use. At this point, I'm assuming that I'm gonna get a licking, but the manager gets the second bouncer to show me the two clips on the security screen. The first one shows me vaguely moving out of the way when they go inside the bar, definitely not taking any money. And the second clip shows me inside the bar, briefly talking to the girl, her going to slap me and tripping herself up. We all have a little laugh, and they say I'm fine. I then say that I'm gonna go, but they suggest if the woman calls the police, it might be better if I hang around, so it can be sorted with this evidence. Apparently it's quite common for people to lose things like purses, and they try to blame it on others in pubs. I ask what they're gonna do with a group of girls, and they say they're gonna be asked to leave. We go back outside, and the girls are still on about what I apparently did. When the manager asks them to leave, they go mad for a few seconds, protesting. That's when the manager tells them, I have looked at the CCTV, and this guy did not do anything. You actually tried to hit him. The girl argues and says, I never. He effing slapped me, and he stole my effing purse. I'm calling the police right now. The manager tells her, well, feel free, but as I said, I've got the footage, so you'll make yourself look a bit silly. She continues arguing, saying, no I won't. I bet you do this all the time. You rob people and share the money. The bouncer tells her, you've been asked to leave, so please go. She says, I'm not gonna leave until he gives me my purse back. I tell her, I don't have it. Are you sure you didn't drop it when you fell over? Hearing me say that, she launches herself at me, but the bouncer with reflexes like a cheetah manages to catch her in midair and holds her there. She starts kicking and screaming, but it doesn't seem to trouble him too much. He holds her there for a few seconds as she runs out of steam. The other girls slowly seem to realize that this isn't gonna work, and they quiet down and seem to sink back a bit to get away. As the one girl catches her breath, the two other girls who had been inside and really hadn't been involved to this point came out of the bar arm in arm with the two guys. 
One girl says to her, Hi Chantel, we've bumped into our fellas, so we're gonna head home. Have a good night. Oh, and by the way, here's the purse you asked me to hold. They hand over the purse, and the two girls leave with the guys. The remaining girls have all but disappeared now, and it appears the show's over. The bouncer releases the girl and asks them to please leave. They seem a bit defeated, and they slink away, apart from the girl who's hanging back a bit. She then turns to me and looks at me for a second, and I was expecting an apology for the misunderstanding, or even a final F you. But she actually says to me, So can we come back next week? At that I respond, uh, sorry, what do you mean? She says to me, we aren't banned, are we? The bouncer and the manager look at each other and they shake their heads a little, not quite sure why she still thinks I work here. I then seize the opportunity and say, you are, I'm afraid, but your friends can come back anytime though. The manager, deciding it's easier to go with me on this one, says, yeah, that's right, I'm afraid we can't have people assaulting the staff. If you leave now, we won't call the police. She then joins the rest of her troop, and they start dejectedly walking away and leaving the smoking area. That's when one of the bouncers looks at me a bit confused and says, So hang on, do you work here or not? I tell him, No, sorry mate, I just stood at the wrong place at the wrong time, and I was just messing with her at the end. The manager looks at me and says, Can I get you a drink for all the trouble? I tell him, Uh, you'd better not boss, not while I'm working. Phil and I did get a free round of drinks out of it, and I still go to that bar every now and then to this day. That must have been quite the night for OP, dealing with a wild group of drunks. And that bouncer guys, who didn't quite catch what was going on at the end. Good thing he's not employed for his wits, right? And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here, lady. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. If you did, hit that thumbs up. And if you're not subscribed, consider subscribing so you don't miss these crazy, crazy stories. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, it's an r slash entitled people episode where a Karen demands an off-duty officer obey her orders, and she gets taught a lesson she won't forget. Guys, go check it out if you haven't, and myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.